Hello and welcome to episode 47 of Ardent Run Club. I'm Tommy, I'm your host, and today I'm joined by another athlete from the Northeast. She's very quick, she stays winning, and this is only the beginning. Guys, I'm telling you, keep your eyes peeled. Running for Jarrow and Heaven, ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Alexis Dodd. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Alexis. How are you? How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Are you? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, I've been looking forward to chatting to you for a while now, so thank you for agreeing to do the do. Yeah, thank you for agreeing to do this, and um, I'm looking forward to just getting into it. No worries. <laughs> Perfect. So let's just get into it and let's go back to the beginning because I know you've been running competitively for a couple of years now, um, but recently, like you, you've really improved. So Firstly, when is it that you started running and um, like what got you into it? Um, so it was actually me, Postman, yeah. <laughs> that got us signed up for Jarrow in Heaven. Um, yeah, he was a member of the club. So I joined Jarrow in Heaven August 2019. So I've been with them, just gone two years. Um, it was actually after I had the kids though that uh, I started running outside. Mm -hmm. Um. George is six now and Chloe's five, so there's only 15 months between them. So yeah, it was nice. kind of rough going when they were, they were young kids, so I didn't really have time to get to the gym or anything like that. So I started running outside yeah. and I remember, I mean, I probably didn't even run a mile and it was just, it was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of, it was my headspace, it was my time to just like get away from them. Yeah. In <laughs> but um, I just kind of, even though it was so hard, I just really enjoyed having that bit of time to myself and just processing my thoughts. And I'd always feel so much better after I'd done it. So I kind of stuck at it and persevered with it. And, you know, the more I did, the easier it got. Yeah. And then I sort of, I started pinching me husband's Garmin watch because I didn't have a watch. So nice. I didn't really have an idea how far I was going or yeah. what piece I was running out or anything like that. But it was more just for the babysitter. So I knew if I'd said, oh, I'll be back in half an hour, <laughs> I could tell you it on the watch. Yeah. And then the more I ran, I sort of, I bumped into the postman more and more. And Paddy was like, oh, you should come down and join Jaron Heaven. And I just thought, oh, no, I'm not good enough to be a club runner. I can't do that. Um, yeah. And then my husband was kind of looking at the times on his watch. And he was like, you know, these are quite good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he convinced us to enter the Sunland 10K. Mm -hmm. So I thought, oh, go on, then I'll give it a go. I've got nothing to lose, really. I was really enjoying the running. So I thought, well, I'll give it a try. Yeah. And then I did it and I finished third. Wow. So it was like after that, then I bumped into Paddy again. And he said, oh, you've got to join Jarrow in heaven. Yeah. <laughs> so I gave him my phone number. Um, I remember ringing my husband and saying, I've just given the postman my phone number. He said, you've done what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, he said he's going to give it at the coach. And he was saying, oh, yeah, that's all fair enough. <laughs> oh, dear. Of, uh, the coach did ring it, ring it and we arranged to go down for a training session and meet everybody. And... That's where it all started, really. <laughs> That's amazing. And was there a moment? Was it was it kind of that Sunderland 10K when you came third? Was that the re the moment you realised you were good? Or was there another moment where you realised, OK, I can actually do really well in this? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, finishing there was good. And then everyone said to us after, you know, like, friends at work, because I work in Sunderland, so I saw a lot of people at the race. And they sort of were saying to us, you know, did you know you could run that fast? <laughs> and I was like, well, I did, but I had no idea that that was good in comparison to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> That's and awesome. It, it was more of the people's reactions when I, I went down to the, 
training in the club sessions and I was kind of in with a fast group and I was running and I was kind of was Darren, one of the other guys, I was on his shoulder, would, would have a bit of banter and he, mm. he was looking and he was like, where, where have you come from? <laughs> and it was it was people's faces and I said, oh, well, I've, I've only just started running. I think they just assumed that I'd been with another club or I'd been training for years. And, yeah. and when I first started going to the races, I think because the majority of the, the North East runners all kind of know each other and it's the same faces. Yeah. And, when I was finishing quite high up, there was a, it was the reactions of other people were sort of where she came from. Oh wow! And it was it was that that made us think, oh, you know, actually, I think I'm actually quite good at this. <laughs> Love that. So, did you do any sport before before running before you had the kids? I actually I ran for Darren Heaven when I was ten. Oh okay. So I went to primary school right next door to the stadium. Okay. So I remember doing a run there when I was a kid and they had scouts there from the club and they said, oh, come down. So I went and probably I was about 12, just a couple <laughs> of years. And then I did other sports at school, you know, I did hockey and things like that. Yeah. But I never really ran again after that. And oh, I kind of, I always like keeping fit and being in the gym. So, yeah. but no, I think I only started running outside, like I say, because I didn't have time to get to the gym. But before that, fair I hadn't run outside since I was... 12. <laughs> fair, fair. And so now now that you are like well and truly in the club competing and everything, what are the events that you kind of specialise in and what are your favourite events to do? Track. I absolutely love the track. Yeah, I like so that. <laughs> From joining the club in the August, I'd missed track season and then lockdown happened. Oh, yeah. So I missed that one. So this has been my first proper season really yeah um and kind of finding what event I was going to be good at because I haven't really had a chance to race over many distances so yeah. I didn't know whether it was going to be 5k's 10k's half marathons on the track but when I run on the track I just I love it I know that's what I want to do so yeah I've done a couple of 3000s and 1500s and I've done one 800, but yeah. 1500's definitely my favourite, so I'm going to focus on that next season. Love that. So have you had any standout performances, standout races over the last season? On the track, yeah. It's mm. just been amazing. <laughs> so what sort of things happened? Yeah, what, like, Did you achieve anything awesome, or was it just like getting out there and the experience, or what, yeah, what, what was happening on the track? Yeah, so I ran my first 3,000 on the track this year, and... Uh, it was the championship, and I won that, and I broke the championship record. Jeez, and all right. I did a mile on the track, yeah. and I broke the mile league record. What? And I did 800, and I broke 800 league records. What? Wait, that was and your then, only 800 as well? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? And Just then, turning up and breaking all these records? I Goodness. went to, on the... I ran at the England Masters in the county in Nuneaton. Yeah. I took a team down from the northeast, and I won that. <laughs> oh, and I ran. I did the British Masters in Manchester as well. So that was the regional north. So that's age category, and I won that. <laughs> that is nuts. That deserves. Hold on. Let me just. That deserves a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, a lot of winning and you like only in your first season. That kind of that must fill you with hope going into the next season and yeah, going into winter training, right? Exactly. Yeah, a lot of confidence from that. Yeah, that's really, amazing. Really great, yeah. Do you think you're going to be doing any like cross country this this winter? 
Not if I can help it. <laughs> no, no. You know, as when I joined the club and it was like bang on cross country season and everyone said to us, Oh, you know, do you like cross country? And I hadn't done it since school. And I thought, Oh, yeah, quite enjoy that school. Yeah. And I went to the first one. I think it was Reggaeton. Yeah. And that was fine, you know, grass, not too hilly. So, oh, all right, okay, yeah, I'm doing yeah. cross country. Yeah. And the next one was Eagly Heads. And it was just the worst race ever. Oh. <laughs> It yeah. was just, I think it had rained for the entire three weeks in the lead up to it. So it wasn't even a field. It was just mud. Mud and sludge. Yeah. And it was just horrific. <laughs> you were just sort of sliding in the mud back down the hill. <laughs> the way I run, I'm kind of sort of quite on my toes. Yeah. I'm not really used to me heels touching the ground. But at 80 heads, it was like my entire foot was stuck in the mud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember running around there thinking, what on earth am I doing here? And everyone said it was, oh, but it'll make so much stronger for track season. Oh, man. And then track season got cancelled because of lockdown. So, oh, yeah. dang. Yeah. I was not amused at all. <laughs> you know, these, those are the weird people that are like, oh, yeah, I love cross country because, you know, it's just good to get out yeah. there and just be on the grass. Like, how is that fun? How, I just don't, yeah. yeah I'm like, with you. I don't get it. What thank is that? You. I just, yeah, it's I not fun at all. I'm it's glad. cold, it's muddy. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see if you get pulled into any team events. We'll see, I guess. <laughs> That's mad. And I guess as well, would, do you think, because obviously you're kind of focusing on those middle distances at the moment on the track, do you think you'd ever go up to fives and 10Ks and then maybe even longer distances? Yeah, so I quite enjoy 5Ks and I'm doing a couple of 10Ks I've got that are rolled over races that I ended before lockdown yeah. um, and there's also a 10K race I'm doing in December which is the England Masters qualifier as well for mm. my age category so I'm going for that in December Jeez, nice. but, and I'm doing the Great North Run actually even oh you're doing the Great North Run? Up. yeah yeah oh, I'll see you there yeah. oh brilliant <laughs> nice nice which wave are you in? we one Okay, I'm in wave two, so I'm not going to be comp- competing oh, with you. Oh, okay, but, well, yeah. catch you at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's if I finish on time. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, awesome. Yeah, we'll catch up then. then. Love that. Uh, all right. So are you, are you like, going for any time or anything, or are you just running, just running that? I'm not, yeah. I'm just kind of, I'm running it. I've got a charity place, so oh, I'm nice. for kayaks. Um, yeah. But I don't... I don't feel ready to race a half marathon. Coming off the track, I've just been focusing on sort of the short distances. Yeah. I mean, I've got the miles and the legs, but I do want to race it. And then the club are doing, there's the Northern Four Stage Relay the weekend after as well. Oh, snap. And we, That's gonna be we've hard. got a really good team in for that. So yeah. I'd rather go for that than my legs on the Great North Run. Mm. Well, this is what I was thinking this morning, though, because I was, believe it or not, I was thinking, I wonder if Alexis is also doing the Great North Run because she's a track athlete, and I wonder. But I was thinking, you must do... Like, if you, for the level that you're at when you're training, you must be doing quite a bit of mileage. You must be fairly consistent in, in your training. So you should be able to run a half marathon. I wonder yeah. how much difference do you think it would make if you were actually out there training for half marathons versus kind of the track training that you've done at the moment? Do you think you'd be a lot faster or do you think it would just feel a lot easier to do it? I'm really not sure, I guess. Mm. I really don't know. I think it's all sort of new to me. So yeah. I think you probably do a lot more longer runs at quicker speed. But I think for the for the 1500s and stuff, I do a lot more speed work. So I do a lot of shorter, sprinty type stuff. Yeah. Whereas I think it would be more sort of thresholdy for yeah. 
for off marathons. No, I think so as well, yeah. Do you enjoy training? Yeah, I do, yeah. I've got a really good training group, so yeah. I do, yeah. And it's some... always been... No, Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's always, it's sort of, it's like free, free therapy for me. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a great perspective. <laughs> Who are some of the guys in your group? Uh, I've got a really great group, so I do most of my training with um, Karma Whip, you've interviewed. Yeah. Um, Jay Bowley, mm-hmm. Carl Smith, there's Gary Ray, unfortunately he's injured at the minute. Mm-hmm. They're the ones I do the majority of stuff with and then on track for the speed sessions we'll have a few others come along, like Jack Brown. Yeah. Just, yeah, just just depends who's free, because I, I like to do my training during the day, so it's just whatever suits yeah. people really. That's awesome, and I've seen as well that you are a regular at the Petit Dejeuner uh, yeah, Breakfast yeah. Club, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's nice and early. That's what I like. I like to get out. It sets you up for the day, get your run done, get it in. Love that. Love that. Love that. So when you are training, let's say you, you're training for the track season that's just gone, what was your, what would a week of training look like for you? Like, What's your weekly mileage? What would you do Monday through to Sunday? So Sunday's always long run day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do the breakfast club on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I would usually have track on a Tuesday. And then it would be either one other key session that week, either on the Thursday and then something else on the Saturday. Or I would just do another hard session on the Friday. So either two or three key sessions a week and then just surrounded by easy runs. But I have a rest yeah. day every 10 days. Oh, so nice. I that in the plan as well. So I'm getting better at that because I like to do something every day. Yeah. My coach is kind of like rest is just as important part of the process so i'm getting better at not feeling guilty about resting <laughs> yeah that's fair how do you kind of fit all of that training into your life with family uh work all, all of this sort of stuff that you've got going on so i tend to do it early so we'll eat me easy runs we sort of go out half six seven o'clock so mm-hmm. then i'm back to take the kids to school and then work so it's yeah. always usually an early run for me or if i'm down at track i'll go down at nine o'clock and it's still in the morning yeah and I'm lucky I only work part time, so I can ah, fit that around working the kids and things as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you are training, do you have any particular session that you love the most? Anything on track, to be fair. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the speed stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know one of my favourite sessions I've done on the track was actually when I saw it on my plan. I thought, oh my god, because it was twenty four hundreds. That's a lot. Yeah. But it was sort of starting off to sort of just outside of 5k pace and getting progressively stronger. And it was when I finished the session and nailed it. And it was like, yeah, it was like now anything I get on track, I'm like, I can do 24. I can do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Are there any sessions you don't like? Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything that seems that's to be the hill. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I feel like I, personally, I'm really inconsistent when it comes to hills because I'll be like, oh, yeah, I, I like running up that hill. That's a good challenge. But then the other day when I was doing my uh, a long run in, in prep for the for the Great North Run, I went from the bottom of Westgate Road to the top of it, and I was just in so much pain. And I was like, why the heck do hills exist? Like, yeah. couldn't it just be flat? So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I guess... Like, 
Yeah, even on an easy run, it. I think I'd kind of like yeah. rather add an extra mile onto me run and run around and have to run up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but it's needed. It's necessary for growth and to get better, isn't it? And strength. And yeah, everything. yeah. Uh, definitely yeah. something. It's going. I'm going to do more of over the winter because I, I think I've got a wee with it in track season. I'm not doing any hills, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, dear. Have you, um, do you do like gym work as well to accompany your training or is it always just track focused, running focused? Yeah, I, I don't go to the gym, um, mm-hmm. but I do have, I do like strength and conditioning in the house. Yeah. So my coach puts that into me plan because I think if it's kind of written down for us, I feel more obliged to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so I you know, put that in the plan. So once a week I'll do a full strength circuit, but just at home so I can do it whenever I want in my time. And then I'll do like a bums and tums once a week and then I do mm-hmm. have drills just little and often little things that drop in there like throughout the week for strengthening and stretching once a week as well yeah how do you do you feel that helps you uh when yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely all the the core stuff and things like that and you can you can definitely feel the benefit feel the, the strength and especially for the speed stuff as well yeah you need like a strong core so yeah definitely helps yeah I think as well it's really good in, in injury prevention and um, I yeah. was talking to Lewis Little a few weeks ago on the podcast and he does a lot of personal training and he was talking about the exercises that really help him with running and help him stay away from injury. And I was wondering, if, because you do this sort of strength and conditioning, have you ever experienced any sort of injury yourself? I have, yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it was before I started doing the strengthening. Um, oh, yeah. So I think we, we hadn't long been in lockdown Um and I got a tear in the, was it the perineal down the side of the leg. Mm. But I think it was just overload. I think my mileage kind of jumped up when we were in lockdown. I was running a lot more and it was just too much too soon. I was doing far yeah. too much. And it just, really, I just said, no, one not you. That's nice. So it's been from then that I've sort of realised, you know, you need to look after yourself a bit better. Do, do yeah. the stretching, especially getting a little bit older, as much as I don't want to admit I'm getting older. <laughs> The stretching in SNC is, is much as important as the running is. Yeah, and mentioning lockdown, like I, I don't know, I just just thinking about that. That was a mad time. The the fact that we had to stay indoors for yeah. for like loads of that year, that's that's crazy. Do you? I'm guessing you. Well, you stayed fit, you stayed healthy, so I'm assuming you got out there and were able to continue training and everything. Um, yeah I did yeah when, when I had the injury I couldn't run I think yeah. three months I couldn't run for so ah, I just cycled instead and cross trained I managed to get a cross trainer on Gumtree oh, nice. <laughs> and just use that fitness and things because I wouldn't yeah. have wanted to did not do anything I think did you kind of feel like because there was obviously that time where, we, where you couldn't meet up with with like the team at Jarrah and Heaven to train and everything there was that time where you could only run by yourself and we could only do it we literally couldn't see anybody did you feel like the effects of that was that tough to to motivate yourself to to train when when you couldn't see anybody yeah it was tough but I think because I was just starting out I was really into it so I was really motivated because I really wanted to race so I've just I had that sort of focus on getting back because I knew I was in a good position so I kind of didn't want to let anything slip so I was kept up with me training and just the hope that races were going to be back soon yeah that's that's really interesting because I know that for some people it would have been hard to like see what's the next step because we've gone into lockdown and then we've come out and then we've gone back in and it's like 
is this thing ever gonna end but you always said you say you you managed to keep that vision of oh it's gonna end and we're gonna be able to have a track season soon and all this training will pay, pay off yeah yeah definitely you know, and at some point we couldn't live in lockdown forever so yeah you know, at some point it had, it had to end so yeah. yeah just keep myself in the best shape i could do for for races coming back that's great perspective and so far this year um well actually we're coming to the end of this year wow it's been a quick year yeah, but yeah. Have, ha, how has it been compared to 2020 for you overall just amazing yeah. <laughs> it's just been a complete whirlwind really for the race and getting on the track and all the things that have happened and then I suppose there wasn't really any races at all really in 2020 no so yeah it's been it's been great it just it's been so good this to have you know to me it was all worthwhile all that hard work all the effort you know getting up so early in the morning and yeah. training in the wind and the rain and it's just it was just nice to to go out there and get some recognition and win things it was yeah, really good that's brilliant and obviously everyone had challenges and has had challenges this year and last year i wonder like without going into too much detail as to what you've experienced how what sort of mentality have you had to kind of overcome those challenges and to keep yourself going you know, I read a really good book and it's called, Will It Make the Boat Go Faster? Mm. And it applies to all sport and in all walks of life, really, whether it's work related or, and it's all about what is the best way to get from one place to the place you want to be. Yeah. And it's like, if you wake up in the morning and something bad happens and then you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to have a bad day today, you're probably going to have a bad day today. Yeah. But if something bad happens and you sort of think, okay, that's happened, but this is going to be a good day, then it'll make it a good day. So I think it's all about the way you think. I think if you choose to make things good, then it will be good. If you choose to only see the bad, then you're only going to see the bad. It doesn't get as wrong. I think everybody has their moments of yeah. hard times, but I think if you just remember to focus on the things that you're grateful for and the positive things that you have got in your life, it just makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah. So, so lucky I've got... Your husband's my number one fan <laughs> and mm -hmm. the kids and such great friends and such great training partners and I'm surrounded by really positive people and that helps. So I think if they if you see someone and you're feeling down and they're positive then it brings you back up again. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And that that's something massive about and you mentioned it a bit briefly at the start about the this community up here. Um it's like yeah. no matter and they the guys i speak to all the time say this like even if they're racing down in london they'll see someone like a time bridge harriers runner will see someone in a sunderland harriers vest or a gateshead harriers vest or a jaron heaven vest and it's like oh the community we we know each other we're from this even if you don't know each other we know we're from the same sort of place and there's that bond there that yeah, is it's that's so brilliant. massive yeah yeah i love that i love this community yeah it's fantastic do you, yeah do you think there's anything particular that stands out to you over the last year or so of you running that's helped you that I, I don't know like what what have you kind of learned about yourself over the last couple of years of running Ooh, um I think I've learned that I'm quite hard on myself I'm quite critical mm -hmm. <laughs> so I know if things don't go to plan or if I have a bad training session I can really beat myself up over it yeah you know if I have to now sort of think to myself, what would I say to a friend? Because oh. I wouldn't be that harsh to them. I would give them, I would be really, I would give them good advice and pick them up. So to learn to do that to myself as well and be a bit kinder. Yeah. Um, and I think 
to not get so focused on what anybody else is doing either. I think, you know, like Strava can be great for seeing what people are doing and encouraging them and supporting the people, but it can also go the other way because you can look on Strava and think, oh no, they can run that time or they've done that. Why am I not doing that? Yeah. But it's really important to remember that they're on a completely different journey to you and their target races aren't the same target races as you. So you can't compare yourself to anyone else either. I think you just got to remember just to focus on what you're doing and not worry about anybody else. Yeah, I love that. And in that same sort of spirit, focusing on what you're doing, as a student of running, where do you think you need to improve uh, this off-season um, to propel you into a better track season next year? I think for me, it's focusing more on my confidence and my self-belief that mm-hmm. I can do it. I think, you know, as the saying goes, you know, the first step to achieving something is just to believe that you can actually do it. Yeah. Um, I remember running like my 10K before I joined the club and my husband saying, oh, you're going to run a sub 40 10K. And I actually laughed at him. <laughs> and I said, do you know how quick you'd have to do it to run a sub 40? That'll never happen. And we had a full-blown <laughs> argument over it. And then in the November, I ran my first 10K for the club, Heaton Harriers, and I ran 39, 33. Jeez, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yeah, so I'll never forget that. You know, it's, you the only person who limits your ability is you. So I just need to take that from what I've done at track this season and take that the confidence to, because I kind of, when I see a lineup for a race, I look at other people and I think, oh, they look faster than me. Or mm. if I know on power of 10, if I see that they've run a quicker time, when I run, I'll sort of, I'll just settle in behind them and I won't run in front of them because I think, oh, no, they're faster than me. Yeah. But I need to just forget that and just remember just just to run because why can't I be faster? Why can't I go faster than that? Just, yeah, just you're right. It. You're right. It's about that healthy balance of not being big headed and arrogant. Uh, but also not underestimating and underplaying yourself, right? Yeah, Just finding yeah. the balance, finding the harmony in that. Yeah. I think that, yeah, you'll you'll find that. And if nobody's told you, which I'm sure they have, your times are fantastic. So you've got a lot of reason to believe in yourself. Just keep up the hard work. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why I like track so much as well, because you yeah. don't sort of get hung up on your watch or the pace. You're not looking at the time. Exactly. You just You're just yeah. running, just hurting yeah. yourself. It's going yeah. hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. So we're coming towards the end, but before we do, I always love doing a find your fire round, which is just a few quick questions. Um, you can answer them as quickly or and or in as much detail as you'd like. It's just to get to know you a bit more before we end, and it's also just to get to yeah, just see the sort of things you like when it comes to track and field. Um, so you ready to give it a go? Yeah. Perfect. All right. So the first question I got for you is, what is a race that you've always wanted to run? I'm going to go for the Bladen races. Yeah. Just because it's a local race. I entered it two years ago and it's been ruled over. Um, yeah. So it's not happening again until next year. But I've just heard the atmosphere and everything doing that race. Because, you know, everybody knows the song and it's yeah. just a really well-known race. So, yeah, that one's one I want to take off. Right <laughs> for June. That'll be awesome. Awesome. Um, okay, what about a location that you've always wanted to run in? America. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd love to do... Um, park right at Central Park. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would be mint. Yeah, yeah that would that. be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this one I think I know the answer to, but if you rank for me, cross country, road, and track, please. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, hundred percent track. <laughs> yeah. Road. Yeah. And then we're heating cross country. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think you'd ever do any trail running? By the way. 
yeah I've done, yeah i don't mind trails yeah i've done some trails and training runs so oh, nice, nice yeah i would do a trail yeah. i would do trail before cross country <laughs> yeah yeah no fair enough you know i always i always think and this is just a side note like in america their cross countries are a lot nicer than our cross countries over here because oh yeah it's i've seen like, that it's like sunshine and stuff isn't it yeah, yeah it's it's just good weather and the grass yeah. is nicely cut but over here it's just a mess yeah <laughs> <laughs> some people like that for some reason but anyway <laughs> anyway moving on uh what is your favorite race that you've seen either on like in, on tv or in real life my favorite race recently has to be from the olympics it's actually the men's marathon oh that was I just thought, brilliant yeah it was also like for how the conditions they were running in and seeing how hard it was for them and that mental strength they must have had to keep going all that way yeah. in those conditions and then seeing Kipchoge just break away just smiling yeah. away like as he does made it look so easy and then the my favorite part of the race was actually the battle for silver and bronze yeah see it? oh yeah. yeah 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 that was such was a like good the, part yeah yeah there's two they were from completely different countries but they were training partners, training partners they, yeah they were in third and fourth and he was like shouting and cheering him and telling him, come on, come on. And well, like, even with 800 yeah. meters to go, there was still a guy in front of them in silver. So he must have been so confident that he could get past him. Yeah. But he, like, he cheered his teammate on all the way to the finish line and they got the silver and bronze. And I just thought that was just such typical of runners and the yeah. running community and how much everyone supports each other. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> that was such an impressive race. And yeah. I kept Choge kicking from 30 kilometers into it. Yeah, just he's just ridiculous. unbelievable, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unreal. It's mad, like, how his... A 5K split in a marathon for him can be 14-28. Like, what the heck yeah. is that? That's... Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, next question. Who's your favourite athlete? It's a tough one, this one. Yeah? I'm going to go with Inga Britton. Yeah, he's cool. Track runner, yeah. yeah. I think for what he's achieved for his age, there's like so much more to come. I think he's going to break all the world records. He's going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If he can break the 1500 meter world record, that might be one of my favorite track moments. Of all yeah, time. I think you'll do it. You'll definitely do it. Yeah, he's looking, and the thing is, he looks really easy when he's doing when he's running as well. So he's, he, I'm sure, if he got like proper pushed by somebody throughout the whole way, he could. You could probably, do it. yeah, you could probably do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really amazing to watch, yeah. yeah. Awesome, okay. Uh, what are your favourite running shoes? Um, I've actually just got a pair of the On Clouds that I'm really liking at the minute. On, oh my goodness. Yeah, I've never yeah. had any on before, but I really like those. But my favourite's probably still going to be the Nikes. I like the Nike Tempos and the Vaporflies for yeah. and racing them. Yeah. That's decent, yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. Um, okay, what about your favourite book? Um, one of my favourite is Charlie Spence's book, First to Last. Yeah. He's local. I think that's why I like it. He's from Gateshead. And there's yeah. a lot of um, lot of mentions to some local runners in there. So it's, quite, it's a good book to read their stories. And he's all about positive mindset and how that helped him and changed his running. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, that's awesome. First to Last, Charlie Spence. Um, what about your favourite film? I'm going to keep it running related. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Cool Runnings. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
that's <laughs> slightly running related, isn't it? <laughs> Starts off on the track. Sprinters, yeah. Yeah, that's a good film. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Inspiring. Sprinters. Yeah. Obviously a team. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's a good movie. Yeah. Has, actually, that's been a long time since I've seen that. I need to find it and watch it again, actually. Yeah, watch it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, what about one thing that's still on your bucket list? Bucket list is Route 66. Yeah? Goodness yeah. me. Not sure about running it. <laughs> 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 but, uh, maybe that's why I'm calm away. Am I asking him if he wants to yeah, run that is something for Carl Moe. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, and he'd do that. He wouldn't even think twice. He would, do it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd say, Oh yeah, let's um does anyone wanna help me out on a leg on a Monday night after work? Like, what? <laughs> oh goodness, yeah. What a beast. Uh do you have any hidden talents? I don't think I do. I think the hidden talent was running, but now everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, well there we go, that works, yeah. That was hidden and now it's on display. I love it. And um, finally, do you have any athlete that you actually want to hear on this podcast? Any athlete story you want to hear? I think, can I pick two? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to go for Paddy McShane because he's, he's a close by man. a match, Aaron Heaven. Um, yeah. He's recruited so many runners for Jaron Heaven. <laughs> yeah. And I think he'll have a lot of funny stories for you because most of his adventures with running usually end up with him drunk somewhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness and me. Gary B as well, one of my training partners. He's in his 50s now, but he's been running, I think, since he was about 14, 15. Yeah. So he's got a lot of experience. I think he's got a lot of inspirational things and tips that other runners could really benefit from. So, yeah, Gary B. <laughs> Love that. And speaking of tips, have you got any advice for anyone that's getting into running and wants to be really good at it? Um... I would say get yourself a really good training partner because mm-hmm. it really helps having someone else to get out there and do it with, especially now we're coming into the winter and dark nights and things like that. If you've, if you've got someone to go out with, you're more likely to keep on doing it. Yeah. I think try and get yourself a routine as well. Try and get consistent with it. You know, I, I get out, get up early and, you know, there's days the alarm go off and I think, oh, I'm tired. I can't be bothered to do it. But every time I get back home, I'm always saying, I'm so glad I did that. So there's every yeah. time I've gone for a run and thought, oh, I shouldn't have bothered. You always feel better after you've done it. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, get consistent. Get yourself a training partner. Get yourself a coach and join a running club if you want to, if you want to get really competitive at it. Yeah, um, oh, I love join that. Join Darren Heaven, ideally. Come on, a little plug <laughs> there. Yeah. Just to remember that it's your journey as well. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just focus on what you're doing and just enjoy it. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Alexis. No worries. Well, listen, guys, remember, firstly, you can follow Alexis on Instagram. She's at Alexis underscore Dodd 84. She'll post her running up there. So you can also see her on Strava and everything like that. Follow at Ardent Run Club on Instagram and at This Is Ardent on all social media for updates on this podcast and us over here at Ardent. Subscribe to Ardent Run Club so you can be the first to know when the new weekly episodes come out. And check out our Ace Running Socks on Amazon. They're flying off the shelf, so make sure you get your hands on a pair before they go. Or should I say your feet on a pair, in a pair? I don't know. Anyway, before we go, Alexis, you got any last words? Just enjoy running and make the most of it because, as we all know from lockdown, you never know when it's going to come to an end. Perfect. Well, guys, this has been Arden Run Club, episode 47 with Alexis Dodd. I hope you learned something. I hope you've been inspired and I hope you find your fire. See you next time. Mm-hmm.